welcome everyone here to Visions to Venture. I have, um, I'm here down at Provo um, recording a, um, an episode here with the Paleta Bar with William. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you for giving me this opportunity to uh, be able to record um, and excited to see, you know, what we, we share, um, the knowledge and um, see when we go from there. Um, so, William, if you could please, you know, introduce yourself, introduce your business, um, and just, you know, how long you've been doing all that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so thank you, Javier, for having me on here on this podcast, you know. So my name is William. I was originally born in Provo, Utah. And after graduating from BYU, I moved down to New Mexico and Albuquerque to work uh, for a company. And it was down there that we ran into Paleta Bar. Um, and we fell in love, my wife and I, we fell in love almost immediately. And so, you know, we were going four or five times a week and we're like, man, this is, uh, you know, next level quality. We, we really liked it. At first, you know, there wasn't anything like, you know, Pleta Bar growing up in Provo. We were unfamiliar with the whole concept, but, you know, we, uh, we really fell in love with it. And we're like, you know what? There's not one up in Utah, so let's bring it up and see how it goes. Okay. So is um. So how was so how was the, the whole process for you like so it was this you said it was like a franchise type of yeah so Blood Bar is a franchise it started in Albuquerque New Mexico and it has since grown there's about you know thirty five ish locations across various states uh, including here in Provo okay um, and so when um, so the process for that how so when you. Uh, bring it from here to Utah. Was there like a difference as far as like the laws here in Utah? Was it kind of um, what was like from when you decided to start bringing it here? Um, how was like the process with like laws? Yeah, cities, yeah, and everything? yeah. I can explain that. You know, there's a lot of different avenues to you know wealth creation. One of them is business, and so my wife and I, you know, we thought that business would be a great path to go down, especially earlier on in life. So the process is. Um, you know, we met with the corporate, Paleta Bar corporate, and we expressed an interest to open up a Paleta Bar in Utah. And from there, we signed a few documents, a few NDAs. Uh, they ran us through what's called qualifications. So they made sure that we had the right financials, we had the right mindset, we had the right background to successfully open up a Paleta Bar store and to be able to run it. Um, any you know, business venture is not going to be a easy undertaking. And so they want to make sure that the right person is there operating uh, for the success of the store. Um, so we signed an agreement um, that said, hey, we are allowed to open up a store okay. in, in Provo. And about a year later, we actually opened. So from that point to the opening, we had to get you know, the right permits. We had to do uh, find contractors for renovation. We had to find a space of lease so we had to contact a commercial real estate agent who helped us with that and then um you know we then had to buy all the supplies the equipment the inventory we had to find staff um so all this a learning experience for us this is our first you know restaurant type uh store that we've done and so we really had to you know, the learning curve is quite steep and you make a lot of mistakes along the way but it's part of the process okay. i think yeah and, you know, as far as like the general layout from state to state, it's mostly the same. You'll, you'll find differences in compliance and code for, you know, renovations or, you know, health standards and stuff. But by and large, it's mostly the same from state to state. 
Okay. Yeah. That's, that's really good to know. Um, especially, um, you know, usually when I hear like uh, opening a stores or, you know, either hear um, Chick-fil-A or right. Subway, you know, right. um, you never really hear McDonald's, but kind of like seeing this and especially like in this location area, I know it's like a college um, area. Mm-hmm. Right. So kind of, uh, um, um, it's good to kind of knowing, you know, setting it here, finding the area right. and finding that success here. Yeah. And, you know, franchise franchises differ vastly from each other too. You get some like Chick-fil-A where they'll do everything for you, right? They'll build it, they'll okay. scout, right? Their location, they'll build it up according to their specs, right? Or McDonald's, right? They have a whole team behind it. Uh, you know, they're a very large corporation. Okay. Plenty of bars are still very small. And so a lot of it's pretty scrappy. Um, and so it depends on, you know, which, you know, line you go into, which industry you go into, which, you know, franchise you go into as well. That'll, that'll change your okay. experience. Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, so with the, uh, what do you feel was one of like, uh, like a biggest challenge um, bringing it here from Arizona to Utah? Like what was something that you could say was a challenge or? Um, maybe like a little like step, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, that's a good question. You know, uh, I think the challenge is going from idea to execution, right? Mm-hmm. We all have ideas. We all have these great things we want to do, these great products we want to bring, you know, to the market and whatnot. The challenge then becomes not only executing it and starting it up, but then running it day to day, right? Um, it can get challenging at times. It can get, you know, difficult, um, and it's being able to ride the ups, ride the downs. And so wake up every week, every day and saying, Hey, yes, this is what I want to do for a foreseeable future. So I think, you know, a lot of it's, I guess the mindset would be like the most challenging part, sure. being able to persevere and persist. Yeah. And I think, um, it's the, you know, when you're saying about the execution, I feel that's, um, kind of like going around and, you know, bringing this whole in a circle. And is the reason why I'm, you know, want to share people's success, um, ideas and stuff like that. Cause like a lot of people have those ideas, but don't execute, you know, right. you could have just been like, Oh, thinking like, I'll, I'll probably bring it here someday, so, right. you know, and it's just actually executing it, bringing it here, making it happen and knowing that, you know, it's, it, there's those ups and downs. Um, and also you, you might put a product, like, you know, like that flavor doesn't really work out. Right. <laughs> and people are like, oh, like maybe in, and there might be that that time where you when you bring in and, and they, they try it and they're like, you know what? I had a bad experience with Paleto Bar, you know? Right. But I um so that's that's good to kinda know. Um and how long have you so how long have you been in business like here? Yeah, so we uh opened up April of twenty twenty two. Okay. Last year. Right. Oh really? Yep. So it's been about nine, ten months. Um as a... Uh, What's one uh, advice that you would you would give any uh, like an entrepreneur or a small business owner from that's you know starting day one day thirty you know where they they might already feel like oh man this is not gonna work out <laughs> like I I need to do something else I need to give up you know so what yeah. advice would you you know that's tough I would say you know um, really understand yourself. Right. We, there's a lot of different personality types, a lot of different risk tolerances, a lot of different mindsets. Uh, there's no one answer that's going to be right for everyone. Some people want to have a sure foundation first. That way, if they fail, they have something to fall back on. Right? 
right? That's my wife. She's very conservative fiscally. She's an accountant, right? So she likes to have everything add up. So before we did anything business-wise, we had to make sure we had a good solid financial foundation. If this all fails, we're not going to lose our livelihood, right? right? We have something to fall back on. Other people are like, you know what? Let's max out all of our credit cards. Let's take out loans. Let's make sure there's no fail safe so that I have to succeed. So it really depends on how you are as an individual. And that will really depend on what strategy you use to make sure that you can follow through with the execution. Correct. Um, and um, with it being, uh, I know you said nine, 10 months, um, is, is uh, how is it like um, keeping, keeping that positive, yeah. you know, the positivity, like knowing uh -huh. like, hey, uh, it's gonna, um, it's the 10 months. Do you feel like it's, it's going like, I mean, like, uh, how you envision in the beginning or is it more like, more like that? Oh, and maybe I need to tweak this. Maybe yeah, it's time yeah. to it. Good question. Yeah. So we, you know, it's hard to forecast exactly how things right. are going to go, you know, into the future. We have a three to five year plan at least, you know, starting this. And so I wouldn't say it's going to our expectations in all things and always, but in other ways, it has far exceeded our expectations as well. Okay. And so you can get a mixed bag, like certain things you think are going to work out don't, but then other things you don't, you know, plan on end up working out spectacularly. Correct. Yeah. Um, that's, that's really good to, uh, Three or five, I feel three or five years as a, as far as like having a plan um, is, is is good, you know. Yeah, you know, like ninety five percent of businesses fail in the first five years, right? right. So you got to just make sure that you can <laughs> get past that first year, and then you know that makes that next few years a little easier. No, and um, yeah, because I I you know I have so far as I'm you know listening and and countering some either have started you know the first two years they're like okay. I'm reinvesting money into the company. Right. Um, other ones like, you know, the life changes, kids, you know, mm -hmm. kind of, you know, had right. me uh, stop the. Yeah. So, I mean, we had a newborn okay. um, in March of last year and <laughs> this store opened up April. And so we were moving, we had a newborn, you know, things were crazy. And so, yeah, there's definitely always wrenches that go thrown into your plans. Right. But it's also, I, I mean, for me, I, I would say personally, it's, it's also that motivation, right? Right. To knowing like, okay, even, you know, having a child, uh, little things happen, you know, having that positive, okay, now, um, you know, we're going hard, let's go harder just to make sure um, right. we're able to get past that, that first year and continue. Yeah. So the, I mean, the question we always ask ourselves is not, you know, what is going on is more like, okay, we have this situation. How do we make it work? Right. How do we overcome this? And that's kind of helped us reframe. Our mindset multiple multiple times okay that's that's really good um uh, i think you might have mentioned this but uh is is there do you feel like there's a key to success for for small business for um entrepreneurs like do you feel like there's something like uh like you say hey uh do this and you're gonna succeed or is it more on like just <laughs> you know like just yeah. let it happen and, and everyone's gonna have a different you know um, yeah you know that's tough uh you know Part of it's luck, part of it's skill. You can work the hardest, be the hardest worker in the world. If you're in the wrong time, wrong place, mm -hmm. it's not gonna work out, you know? 
or you can just be the luckiest person and just start up a business that you didn't wouldn't know it would uh, succeed and and you know it, it blows up and so it's a mixture of a lot of things in our control and out of our control what's in our control is you know the ability to persevere and persist despite the ups and downs and the challenges and so i think it's important to focus on what we can control and also realize that sometimes things you know there are forces outside of our control that force us to pivot as well correct just uh, adjusting as you know right um and making those those changes um what's uh for you how how because i know i found you like i said i mentioned you earlier i found you on tiktok right <laughs> and making that trip you know those 30 minutes i think yeah. it's worth it you know uh-huh. um, and and kind of even letting people know hey look you know go to paleta bar but how how for you what has worked as far as like marketing is there like a tool like you, yeah you know, either uh you know whatever tool that you good use? question yeah uh you know marketing advertising you know uh one of the biggest problems in any business whether it's a you know storefront or retail or you know um e-commerce platform is distribution right you have the best product in the world if you're not distributing it mm-hmm. no one's going to know about it <laughs> and so you know uh when we first started we did not do any paid marketing or any paid advertising we had a few tiktok and instagram influencers that just found us mm-hmm. they just found us one day and then they started taking videos and showing their friends and we blew up you know that's one surprise is we had no idea how we would launch in Provo and mm-hmm. we were pleasantly surprised the first four months with just how positive the social media community was to Pledivar. People drove, yeah, 30 minutes. People drove two hours, two yeah. and a half hours. <laughs> they would tell us like, hey, we came from, you know, Southern Utah. We drove two and a half hours to get here. Yeah. Um, or up in North, like in Brigham City or even like, uh, yeah, Logan, right? They come down mm-hmm. just for Pledivar. And for us, that's like, hey, that's a good sign that people like our product, you know. Uh, so that's definitely a pleasant surprise for us. Uh, once that hype sort of died down and, you know, because people move like in waves, right? Yeah. And, and, and things in, on the social media time is, era is like very hype driven. And so once that died down, then it's almost like, oh, you know, now the real work begins. Now we have to start putting out, you know, uh, marketing and advertising by ourselves because uh, I mean as, as good as your product is the truth is no one really cares about it as much as you do yeah right? <laughs> I, eat, I I care I, I can eat a plata every single day and I care so much about it but that doesn't mean everyone else is going to have that same level of care or prioritize it the same way I do and so I'm going to come four times a week or five times a week like I did back in Albuquerque you know so there's always that trade-off. So now it's like after the hype died down, that's when we started reevaluating our strategy um, and how we wanted to push Blood of Our forward. It's it's pretty much like, you know, it's your child and no one really cares about right, it. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, as much as you're like, yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll, exactly. they'll pick up your child. And all right, you know what? And it's like, you mentioned, it's like that moment, right? It's in, I feel the, like you mentioned, lucky part, skills and all that. The right. lucky part is, um, could be that it was here in a college area, mm-hmm. people using TikToks, you know. Right. And but taking advantage of that luck and and going, you know, like okay, like people are driving here, and now it's on your the balls on your court, you know how they say right. because like now you gotta give that customer experience, like okay, they drove here x amount of hours, right. minutes, whatever it is. So now I have to like 
you know, show them that I'm knowledgeable on the product that mm-hmm. I have. Right. How they can, you know, uh, what they can do with it. You know, I mean, it's, it's a paletas, but, you know, as far as like adding different <laughs> flavors, yeah. different. Yeah. But, you know, and it's not, I'm not saying like, oh, it's just paletas because you, right. you can come and be like, oh, I want to. Hey, guys, come on in. <laughs> but you can, you know, be like, okay, now um, I have the paletas, I have the the flavors. What else can I do to it? You know, what else right. can, I, can I add to? So uh, an interesting lesson to learn is that a business isn't a product. Yes. Right. It's a, it's a whole combination of a lot of things. Like Chick-fil-A yeah. is, has, makes great chicken sandwiches, but it's the customer service, right? Mm-hmm. It's the whole experience at the store in addition to how, how good it tastes. And and um, a lot of uh, I feel uh, with company starting is you know having that natural uh, you know referral or the natural um, marketing by people coming in and be like okay like I'm gonna share this on my social you don't know who exactly who's influencer right. who's like mm-hmm. you know yeah. and having that so I think that's um, really great and but now it's like you like you say you switch gears to so now you have to market you know and it's it's work but it becomes work right because now you have to post on your you know social media and then it becomes like you have a family (laughs) so now it's like finding that time to post and adding and and showing your products you know but i but from what i've seen so far it's like i like how you have that uh you connect with your with your followers right like what flavor do you like you know what's this um flavor that i remember one time it's like what are these three colors? What do you think the flavors right. are? You know? And I'm over there like guessing, and I'm like, I really want this, you know, because I really want to get it and, and get it right. So it's it's interesting to um to just see that type of marketing that it does it's different for everyone, right? Right. Because now you're switching to you're you're uh more of a um product company, you know, like as far as like palettes and everything. So I'm not having okay, this is how I'm going to market with them and communicate with them and connect with them by um sharing this information and, and also trying to bring them over here to the right. store absolutely absolutely um uh what is uh what is what do you feel is a big advantage for owning a, a small business yeah i mean you know um <clears throat> i did a nine to five corporate job for five years and about three months in i realized that that's not the scene for me <laughs> you know, I didn't like the bureaucracy, the management styles of the various managers I had. And more than anything, I wanted to create something for myself, right? A legacy that said, you know, where I was like, hey, I had a small hand in the creation of this thing that had a positive impact on people's lives. And so that's really the motivation for me to do this. Um, I'm not the only one. So it's a family-owned business, right? right? It's, it's me and my brothers and our families that own collectively own this. And so, you know, more than just me doing things for myself, it's also, hey, how can we succeed together as a family? I think that's a really fun part too, you know, is all of us working together, bouncing ideas off of each other. We're all in this together. And I think we win better when we're together. Right. We all rise together. Right. Having that, that family... Um, and, and is it, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, you know, I, I tell people, yeah, it's the 95 is not for everyone. Right. You know? I mean, this life isn't for everyone either. And I agree. It is, and it's just like, I, I wish I could just, you know, and, and I guess my wish is by doing this, right? 
yeah. is is having people like don't do the nine to five. You know, I guess if everyone does it, there's no workers. But right. you know, what I'm saying like it's like do something else. You yeah. know, make that that yeah. uh, uh, you know the hamster rolling. You right. Know? And do something like that. You can separate like doing something on the side. You know, start off, but just getting to it and, and making it happen. You know. Yeah, you know, um, with wealth creation, the more revenues of income you have, the more legs you're able to stand on. Right. That way, if something comes at you and knocks out one of your legs, you're not stranded. Right. If you're at the nine to five and that's all you have, and you yeah, lose that job, there goes your only leg. Yes. So we want to have multiple legs we stand on. Okay. Yeah, no, no, that's totally, totally, um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so uh, with the, what's something that that you like about about your, you know, Paleta Bar? What's something for you that you can say, hey, you know, out of every flavor or, you know, what we do here, what's something that, you know, uh, kind of uh, pops out for you? Yeah, you know, uh, I grew up in Utah. In Provo, I grew up on brownies, on cookies, on sugar, right, on ice cream. I ate that at every social gathering for fun, every party I had it, right? I would get sick of it. It's so sugary and whatnot. It, you know, you just eat it, you feel sick, you feel heavy, you feel sluggish. And when I ate these paletas down in Albuquerque, I was like, you know, it tastes really good. Mm-hmm. It's a dessert, yeah. right? But I didn't feel heavy afterwards. And that's because it's more cream-based than sugar-based. We don't rely on sugar for the flavor. Mm-hmm. And so I, I can eat five or six a day, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. I still feel totally fine. Cause I'm like, you know, it's not heavy. It's, we don't use like a bunch of artificial ingredients. We use real ingredients when we can. And we rely on a different ingredient than sugar, really. Okay, yeah. Um, I feel, yeah, for me, I you know, coming in here like and just, it's not just you know it's like variety like so many things you can do yeah and i mean uh-huh. like hey you know um i remember like my when i brought my family and my daughter is like oh i can pick you know any of these toppings right. to it right and i'm like yeah it's it's you know and normally it's like you go to one place and it's like hey it's just one flavor that's right. it uh-huh get out of here you know <laughs> and here it's like a family it's like having that bonding being able to uh um you know just enjoy here as a family and also seeing you know you as a right as a family as well like you know bringing that us you know all together right like you said you know back a couple minutes ago you know come to the bar is more about an experience than anything else yeah the bars are good you know you can go to costco and buy a 20 pack for five bucks you know people come here for really the experience the whole thing seeing the bars dipping in chocolate adding toppings just having fun as a family yeah um this one And um, so, with um, what's what's one um, thing? What's what's a, a what's something that you you can leave here? You know, and and that you want to leave into the audience. You know, people w- watching this. You know, on YouTube. Yeah. Um, listening to on their you know drive from work and everything. Yeah. What's something that you feel like you can leave with them and and hopefully start that spark or or you yeah. know you know everything's yeah, gonna you be know, good. That's a good question. Uh, you know, my my biggest advice to entrepreneurs is just to do it. Fail forward. You never know if you don't try. You know, it's so, so cliche to say that, but so many mental barriers are self-imposed. 
right? We impose it on ourselves and we disqualify ourselves. But, you know, part of it is just, you don't, you won't always know 100% how things are going to go, right? You may know 70%, maybe a little bit less, but that's more than enough to get the ball rolling and just to commit yourself and do it. That's a, probably the hardest thing. That's why so few people execute and why everyone has an idea. Correct. And, and I, I know um, I've heard, you know, some, do you feel, and you mentioned you with your family, right? It's like mm-hmm. you guys work well together. Yeah. You, um, knowing that there's other, you know, people that have those family members are like, no, your, your business is not going to work out. Yeah. You're going to fail, <laughs> you know, and I'm sure you heard it. I'm not saying yeah. you personally, but no, I, how we do, have, you, we've heard do it. you feel like uh, it, it's, you know, how do you tell someone like ignore that? Like, how do you be like? Don't don't listen to to that type of noise, you know, just focus on yourself or, you know, what, what kind of. Uh... Yeah, uh, such a good question. You know, uh, so December before we opened, we had one of the family members, you know, they were like, hey, I don't know if this is going to work out. Um, I don't know if you're, able, if you're if you're the one basically to really lead and spearhead this. And so they sort of dropped out. You know, and it's kind of tough because his family, you know, I got to see him on holidays and stuff and they don't really believe in your vision or believe that, you know, the, the venture is going to make it. That can be pretty tough. Um, you know, I think uh, part of it is trusting yourself that you can do it um, and, and have that confidence. That's, and, and even if you do fail, right, it's, it's not a failure if you don't, unless you don't learn from it. Right. And apply the lessons to the next venture. So it's really hard to really fail unless you really do give up. And so that's kind of like for me, I'm like, you know, um, it's going to be a success no matter what. And I think failure, like people think that you're going to fail drives me even harder, right? They're like, oh, you're not, you can't do it. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to make it my sole mission in life now to prove you wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, that's just me personally, but. Is recording? Okay. Just a 30 minutes. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> So I gotcha, that's like. Yeah. But then I'll edit. <laughs> um, no, that's that's good to know. I mean, even coming, you know, like from from just you know, and I wasn't sure like if, if there was any doubt or someone had that, you know, because I feel like it. Yeah. Every, every, um, I mean, there's always gonna be doubters, right? Yeah. Friends, family, strangers, random people on the street, right? And there's always gonna be doubters. Um, the more the, the more successful you get, the doubters don't decrease; they actually increase. Mm-hmm. Right and, and number and volume, so it's kind of interesting. Oh, wow, that's really I like I like that thing. Yeah. That's a, that that hits because um wow, I would never I you know I haven't heard someone say that, but you know this like you saying success, you get more doubters. Like still, you know, you're never gonna make anyone happy. I feel exactly, and yeah. it's just like, and then I feel it becomes like envy in a way, like oh yeah. I mean, and I'm just saying my opinion, and I'm, you right. know, just kind of, because um, I think it's, it's as having support, you know, for me, like, just, you know, getting to know you, right. you know, personally more, and being like, wow, you know, what you want in this business, you know, to grow more, and, right. and hopefully bring it closer to home. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> you know, but being somewhat, you know, up, up a little bit north and, yeah. and having that, because I think it's, it's a great, great idea, great, for so many things, and and yeah. that experience, you bringing that up there would be, you know, you know, um, I think the the raw emotion behind like FOMO or jealousy or envy is what drives a lot of human behavior. And it's like for my, my, my mindset is we can all win. Right. Mm-hmm. Even if you're selling the same thing we are, 
if someone wants to do a Flutter bar or copy it or whatever, go for it. Yeah, right? do it. Like I wish you the best. We can all win together. You know, there's no reason to play a zero sum game. And so that's I'm always open to like partnerships and collaboration. You know, with with anyone. Um, it's really a community effort. Like so much support and love has been shown to Flutter bar in the past. Mm-hmm. I'd be remiss if I didn't pay it forward, you know? Correct. And I like that. And honestly, it, it comes down to, again, I reached out to some friends that I feel like, uh, you know, that have a business and and Right. And having, you know, I can say a complete stranger before, because now I, I feel like, I'm, you know, getting to know you more and, and understanding, you know, to being like you giving me the opportunity to be able to, to you know, come in and record. Yeah. You know, Cause you could have easily ignored the message, you know, <laughs> you could have easily said no. And, and, but for you to right away being like, yes, like, um, and for me, uh, using this to, at the end of the day, I want to be able to use it and, and promote businesses. Right? right. Cause if you're succeeding, if, if this helps any bit in any way, I mean, you know, for you, your success, I feel that I feel good about it. You know, yeah. I'm not looking at anything like, Oh, uh, for myself personally, besides the skills of like continuing this, you know, the interview process of like, you know, interviewing people and also my editing and all the other skills that I do on this back end. Right. Um, so I heard a phrase once that has stuck with me and it's people before profits. Yeah. And that includes, you know, customers, staff, other businesses, just anyone you might meet, right? I think starting a business and earning a profit is very important. You need to be able to survive and, you know, continue operating and whatnot, but you shouldn't put that before the people because really the people are what make the heart of a business be, you know? So for me, I, you know, am really grateful for every single person that comes in, every single person that reaches out to us on Instagram. I read every single message. I read every single review. Um, And so I really think it's important to put the focus on the people and the profits will come later. Yeah. No, totally, totally agree. Um, And I wish, uh, you know, from all this, you know, the process that you, for you going through um, making this happen here, I I hope that people do take that as well. Like if they have their, their business to kind of being like, you know, maybe that's what's, you know, they're not advancing in a way because they're putting profit over people. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully it, it, it changes someone's ways and, and seeing that um, the, the the profit that way, uh, you know, yeah. putting the people in, you know, first. So I really like all that, you know, sharing and then, you know, bringing, bringing so much knowledge, I feel, um, from from this. Um, is, is there, and then you don't have to answer on this one, but if with that being a venture, you know, a vision, is there, do you envision something else for, for Paleta Bar or for you, you know, yeah. is it, is it um, doing uh, something else open besides, you know, keeping this, but also, and again, if you don't want to answer, you can come in, hey, yeah. no comment on that. <laughs> um, but is it something that you see else coming? Uh, I think uh, in the next three to five years, our primary focus will be, it's going to be Paleta Bar. Okay. Ensuring its survival and that it's going to be thriving, you know, uh, just because the product is so good. Like, I'm in love with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, my hope is to bring it to as many people as possible. You know, that's going to be my sole focus for the next five years. 
And after that, you know, my wife is from Singapore. We hope to be able to move back to her home one day uh, in Southeast Asia. And that's kind of long-term goal. You know, yeah. Blood of Bar is kind of a stepping stone for us to get there. Do we, do we like it? Yes, we love it. You know, we love Blood of Bar. Is it going to be our sole thing for after for our entire lives? Maybe not. You know, I think it's realistic. It's okay to be realistic about that. Yeah. Um, and then just, uh, you know, um, before we, we end this, this, um, episode here I the um your your paleta bar offer you offer as far as like catering yep. what type of services do you offer with you know with your business yeah so you know we have the storefront for the full experience you want to customize it you want to see it dipped in chocolate come to our store it's on 1283 north university avenue provo utah we also do catering events so we have a traditional mexican push cart that looks adorable and it can it's very mobile so it can fit almost anywhere and we've done weddings we've done conferences i've done birthday parties and it's really easy to book online and so we do just about everything sweet 16s concierge things like that mm -hmm. any any kind of celebration we can be there and um where can um how can people plans you know future plans um how can they they find you where can they reach you at yeah good you question know, um you know you, you can plug yeah. in all that good <laughs> stuff here yeah so we have our instagram uh part of our utah and we also have our face uh our website as well part of our utah.com um, or email part of our provo at gmail.com okay and then um last but not least anything else that you want to leave to to the listeners and to the viewers you know just just go do it uh, just, just do it and have fun and it's every day is a blast all right well everyone <laughs> um thanks again for listening and watching the video uh here at visions to ventures this episode's uh it's been amazing i've been so much uh information given um really quotes you know that i'm gonna say come from you because it was just like you know Appreciate right that. on the spot that i feel <laughs> It's it, as I'm, you know, myself reading the book and I'm like, there's no one else that's no one else going to say that. And then you come in and saying that and I'm like, wow, it, it really showed me the type of person you are. And, and I know this, um, this business for you is going to be successful and many, you know, things coming your way. And, and, and I'm so, again, grateful for the opportunity um, for answering my DM. <laughs> uh and trust me i i might i was talking around about making the trip i'll make the trip again you know appreciate like, it you have uh paletas are amazing um and just your the customer experience is amazing so appreciate it again everyone thank you again um for here an episode of uh, business adventures and we appreciate your time and have a good day thank you so much